this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. Welcome to Bucked Up, guys. That amazing intro was made by my friend John Zayats, and the words were done by Irish O'Neill. Um, welcome to my self-help podcast, where I don't know what the buck I'm doing. Um, my two guests today are two amazing uh, people from Cape Cod. They're uh, starting their own podcast pretty soon, so shout-outs to that. Uh, I got Thatcher Wood and Ben Miller. Welcome, guys. Well, thank you. <laughs> How was your drive? Got a little rainy. It was actually crazy. The lightning was fucking insane. I don't know if you can see it from where you were, but it, it, it was, was nuts. It was scary. It was scary. Were you guys lightning buddies? Yeah. yeah. Thunder buddies. Thun- Thunder buddies. Thunder buddies. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to steal the copyright. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> now you guys are going to uh, have to go uh, pay $15,000 just for you guys saying that. That's cool. I'll help you. I don't Fuck know if that's you. how it works. Fuck you both. So, I haven't seen you in a long time. You like Four have months, yeah. Four months. You've been with your kids and family doing real life shit, and you have been playing a lot of video games, I'm guessing? <laughs> no, I've been working. No video games? Um, it started off with a lot of video games at first. A lot of video games, a lot of jerking off, yeah. <laughs> but still working. <coughs> and I want the video <coughs> games and the jerking off kind of like... Uh, Subsided, Sub- well, the video games really substantially, and then he's been doing shit though. I mean, you fucking like you have logos on your truck now, like you've got shit. Yeah, going you have on. a full yeah, on business. I've been, w- yeah. Do you want to shout? I out? don't like to say it because because it feels like, weird. You're just underplaying your shit because you're like moving up and like buying apparel and getting jobs and you're doing something. So don't play like you're just jerking off at home. Yeah, well, thank you, you. Stupid you're bitch. making money while a lot of people are pussying out. Yeah, during quarantine, yeah. you are starting shit. You're growing. We got Thatcher Wood, CEO of <laughs> Hammer Time Construction. <laughs> yeah. Owner operator. I was wearing. Yeah, that sounds, I, I was think, wearing his oh, shirt the other day. Owner operator sounds yeah. cool. I think. A guy yelled "homo" when I was <laughs> running, so uh, I think he liked yeah. the logo. Oh, yeah. That's what he thinks that big H on the back stands for. Get sweatpants. Hammer Time sweatpants. And do it like. Oh. Fuck the rip-off pants? Right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. The rip-away Wouldn't pants? that be dope? That would be dope. And if everybody on the crew wore them. <laughs> and then you show <laughs> up. You show I've up to seen, the construction. I've seen stuff. sidewall crews where guys are showing up. Buck Miller pants. Construction. Oh. Yeah. Buck Miller Roofing, Seems. dude. That's what he wears every day is a you pair guys, of sweatpants. You up to the construction site in tearaway pants with a whole, like, dance routine <laughs> set. And the Fuck guy yeah. comes out. He's like, all right. This is what you guys are building today. <laughs> you go first, it's like some I Mel Brooks men in tights <laughs> shit. And they yeah. rip it off and you guys go into your dance routine. Twirling hammers. Yeah. yeah. Disco, disco. Hell yeah. And then you start building. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a million dollar idea. I think it's something. It, a I million dollar that, idea is not something. a good idea anymore. Let's do it, dude. Uh, well, cor- who, who are we going to get to choreograph it? I'll choreograph it. I, I um, can already see like... Have you seen Men in Tights? No, I haven't. Have you seen Men I in mean, Tights? Yeah. Fucking comedians. They've never seen Men in Tights. I've been in a ski locker room. Well, anyway, so men it's in Men in Tights, tights but, but like modern day, right? And we get the bouse houses all lined up, and like all of a sudden a bunch of construction guys pop out of the bouse house and then <laughs> go into like this, you know, what's it called? Were they marionettes or what? what is fucking the, when the, di- the girls with the legs and the... People are really learning how to the, help like, themselves right now. <laughs> Showgirls with the. This is no, but there's a. Oh, cabaret. Cabaret, maybe. Yeah. It'll be like a cabaret. We have our in-studio producer Ani Moosh. Pew pew pew. Shout out. And we got Irish O'Neill sitting in studio today. Hi. Anyway, I'm not good with words. So you've been starting. I will stab you both. I love you. All right, you you started your own business over quarantine, Hammer Time Construct. Uh, you're drinking like Trump, the two hands. I'm nervous. And you, you're you're taking care of a family. Yeah. You're, yep. You're 26. 
You're 37, and you're yeah. living the life. You Freaky Friday switched some point <laughs> earlier yeah, in your life kinda, and right. switched your li- life uh, trajectory. Yeah, in a way. I mean, like, my life just took a different turn really quickly, you know? How is uh, homeschooling? By How choice. Is teaching your kids By about choice, flat earth? <laughs> well, I only want to tell them the truth, you know? <laughs> no. Um, it's been crazy, man, to be 100% honest. Like, I wasn't signed on to be a teacher. I was working full-time, and then shit fell through, and that's all I did. I would stay home, and then Libby got an under-the-table job because she had an opportunity, and it just made more she's sense. She's going to lose it after the government listens well, to this Well, she's getting episode. out because I'm getting my job. So roles are switching back to where they belong because she has to be home with the baby, you know? But, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy staying home with... Because my kids are fucking nuts, dude. Like, you know all my what jokes are the, What are the kids. ages of your kids for uh, the listeners? I got twin boys that are nine. And Those like the fourteen. Yeah, they're they're, they're big boys. Huge. And my daughter's a year and a half. And we yeah. bought our house last year, and like we're not we're not suffering, like we're doing okay, but like shit hit the fan hard. You yeah, know? and now you're starting a new job. Yeah, I'm going from construction back into the kitchen, which is really good. I missed it to be honest. I took three years off, and like I put ten years of my life into that shit. So that was your passion, right? W- yeah. Would you say cooking is your number passion? one? passion yeah, yeah number one i mean like above i started your cooking. family above you i mean kids. not above my family but enough to sacrifice a lot of my time with my family i mean i'm taking a sous chef position i'm gonna be fucking at work 70 hours a week yeah and you that's what you love so you're gonna do it that's what you i do. can't go back like you can't go back you just yeah. have to fucking do what you love to do otherwise you're just wasting time like i just wasted time i mean i learned a lot i learned a lot about construction now i can do my own shit and it helped me improve my house in a major way but like I just, lo- in my mind, I'm thinking about, like, I lost time. Like, I could, in the last three years, I could have gone so much farther, mm. you know? But you kind of needed that time. You shouldn't ever look. Yeah, hey, I'm this starting is a, a family. This is a self-help podcast. Let me let me spit some self-help at you. <laughs> you can't look back at let anything. This, let this 22-year-old child right. l- learn <laughs> you something, Ben. Fuck your kids. Leave I don't. Look, I, don't <laughs> I don't look at it negatively by any means. I just look no, at it intensely no. because it's like, I'm, like, about to do it. Like, I start tomorrow. It's, like, tomorrow's fucking ground zero. So yeah. I'm excited about it. The restaurant's at ground zero? No. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. When I say ground zero, I mean of, like, my actual career no, and, like, well-being because I'm going back into a dying industry Yeah. I because understand. of coronavirus. It's, like, I have to go to work and wear a mask now. It's fucking crazy. Cooking with a mask on. That's not fun. Yeah. It's going to suck. It's going to be guys really hot. They're coming out of quarantine stronger than In the closet. It's all a cover. I, ad- I adopted children to cover up how fucking gay I am. This is the <laughs> Hold on. Do you remember? Uh, the, can we play the everybody love everybody? It's getting... Everybody love everybody! I don't condone all the homophobia that's being spit between you two. I don't see it that way at all. You've been spitting you just, all, all, all right. over each other. Everybody love everybody! everybody. Like that, Sam. Okay. It's fine. Spit roasting each other. Do you remember when we went to Ground Zero? I do, and there was and a how mall. creepy it was, how they're yeah. just like profiting. Yeah, there was a Lego set. Immensely, you could just break the top off. Yeah. They the <laughs> the actual mon- like. Wait, I just bought that. I just like hundred percent believed that. <laughs> no, but they they were there were there were like, like little like toy sets, toy and, like, like weird kiosks, yeah. and then the the, the big white the big white thing that looks like whale's ribs it or whatever like, yeah. you look inside you're like oh what is this like a monument is that yeah. you look inside it's just fucking why are there whales ribs no it's like jc penny what? i don't even it's just know a mall about this at all. it's just a mall yeah, and a then mall like ground zero there's an actual well, monument and an empty zero space a mall? like there's a mall around ground zero the, like yeah. yeah there's basically a mall there yeah wow that kind of blows my mind actually yeah. that they would do that yeah. but back to your Sorry. <laughs> Back to your kids. Yeah. What How? About? Now that you're home, you're a stay-at-home. Well, you're not going to be a stay-at-home. I have anymore, been but for like the last four been. months. Yeah. How is it like getting to spend time with your daughter? It completely changed everything for sure. I mean, yeah. <sighs> do you just roll your eyes over? This? No, it's just like. <laughs> I might have, but I was thinking no, that's of. That's like an emotional question. No, for me but I was probably like, thinking of. It, I was thinking of something her, you know? yeah. similar but different. And it really did. Like, the, like your, your two sons are your stepsons. Right. 
yeah. we can get into that later. But the, yeah. your daughter is your biological daughter. Right, yeah. She was a year and a half. She was born on December 7th. Or, pardon me, December 9th. Sorry, December 9th. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I just had to work my ass off every day. Libby was a stay-at-home mom, you know what I mean? And I was just stuck in this grind every day, gone all day. When I was home, she was asleep. Or she would wake up, and then the goal was to get her back to sleep because we had to sleep. And then in this time, I've been to... I've been there to like homeschool my kids and like watch her learn words. Like actually, like she speaks more in the last four months than she had like in the first year of her life. You know what I mean? Like she's mm -hmm. almost forming sentences, which is insane. Like at her age, it's like like two word sentences, like nothing insane. Yeah. But what for me, for me, it's crazy. Like for me to watch that is amazing. So that I think it definitely changed who I am. Like I've changed more diapers than I ever thought I would. And that's going to continue, obviously. Like, who knows what they're getting into when they yeah. become a dad, but... Shout out to the restaurant. You I feel like you're changing... Really poopy hands that you're going to be wearing. <laughs> I don't know. I could just... I feel like you're changing the same amount of diapers as you would be. The re I think the reason I rolled my eyes was because I was thinking of, like, when they interview celebrities or, like, they're, like... You listen to a podcast and they're talking about, like, not being on the road as much. And they're like, what, is it, what has it been like? And just like, man... You know, it's been a real kind of a real blessing. Like I just, I've spent exactly. more time in yeah. my with my wife than I. It's like, loser, that's your fucking choice. Like, go home and be with your wife. Like, what do you need a COVID for that shit? Or you to can, like go, did, you know what I mean? Though. So Set that's from I think the person with did. no wife. That's the no shit <laughs> that made me laugh about like the celebrities that are talking. The yeah. people who like have enough cushion, were like, you are choosing to not spend this time with your wife. You know, it's not this COVID thing. The, but okay, you've never cool. been given that off. Like, that was the thing. We never had a choice. Like, somebody had to be working. Like, we couldn't just buy our house and not work and hang out all day. Like, that's not I was, how it works. I wasn't rolling. I wasn't rolling Can you guys get into This is how fight. you don't. That's not what I mean. Like, no, I'm this is what you, This is going to be the theme of our podcast, which is this Ben is doesn't do really, really get what <laughs> I'm saying because he misinterprets what. Because I wasn't make it wasn't about, I wasn't rolling my eyes at you. But I'm rolling my eyes at myself in my statement. Is what I'm trying to say. It's because, like, why didn't I do something sooner? Well, I like I chose. I finally had the choice to be able to stay home and see. Yeah, time. which was fucking fantastic. It, it was a blessing, and now I'm like ready to get back. How are the boys? The boys are great. How are they doing over? How's their like mental health over quarantine? Um, they definitely should have gotten out more, but like the demands of the school system were really fucking high, especially for somebody as stupid as me to figure out multiple iPads and like God bless how lucky we are to fucking have iPads in the first place but it's like I'm teaching two different kids two different classes at the same time while holding my baby and trying to make her stop crying Do you and, think and feed them three meals a day and like make it through a school week to make sure that they don't get set back because they've already had their troubles in school Do you yeah. think she You know what I mean like it was my goal to make sure that they made it through third grade this year do you th do you but think good, that but we're good like we learned a lot more sorry do you think that Seamus would be as in good shape as he is right now if quarantine didn't happen absolutely not because that's a good dude hit the one they're, they're twins right and the one like noticeably because the last time I saw them up until a month ago or whatever they were twins they're fucking like identical and then the next time I came over I was like whoa you're different like significantly yeah. like trimmer Has he been and in better shape. Uh, we've done it as a family because I'm trying to like get back in shape too. Um, Badass. But I just finally had the opportunity and had the time. So we've been going on walks. We've been running around our own little neighborhood. And it's, it's one little lap. Like it's nothing but big. But it's better than nothing. It's, it's better than nothing. And yeah. it's like, hey, let's, like we have this free time. And instead of just watching stupid shit, why don't we watch a documentary and like learn something about like the food that we eat? Because my kids were junk food, like, binge eaters, dude, hardcore. You just have to break the addiction of that bad food. It's and the good food tastes as good. I, uh, no, that's it how doesn't, I got, dude. Don't lie to the fucking people, Sam. It's 100% <laughs> true. It tastes Yeah, this dude so eats milk and eat chicken tenders. He yeah, I, I eat milk. By the way, guys, I yeah. love eating milk. It's he, my favorite thing to do in the so world. It's so chunky. He leaves it in the fridge so long. <laughs> and he just eats it with a spoon. Just like eat the shit like out of that milk, dude. There's nothing better on a hot day than coming home and fucking eating a big glass <laughs> a of big milk dude of milk. no but that's how i got into running was like everyone when they asked me they go like oh i how do you like i just want to do like 30 minutes a day and it's right. like that's not how you get into it how i got mm -hmm. you have to do like 10 minutes a day and when right. 10 minutes gets like easy as shit then you do 15 minutes and mm -hmm. you build it up incrementally until you build right. 
That's how you do it. That's how your brain works, dude. He could do 30 minutes. He does this. For me, like my first day back, I was just like, I'm just going to run as slow as I can for as long as I can. And like, that's what I did. And like, I think I banged out an hour. I was dead at the end. But like the way I run, a lot of people run hard on their feet. And I'm like tiptoeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going through the woods. I'm not like on like hard ground. And you're yeah. like hiking too. You should fucking come with me. It's like, just sticking as I, to as it. As soon as I'm healed up, like we should go hit. It's sticking with it because like every for me, I feel like it's everyone's different. You got to find your frequency and how you operate and what's the best avenue for you to not get discouraged. Like I I learned that I like early on. I need someone to be doing it with to to like have somebody like if they're gonna do it. That's I'm gonna just do an it. Excuse. You need but to yeah, but, but here's the thing. Down, right? But then I started learning about myself that I need to be more accountable to myself. Like, how do I operate? And then you try, you know what I mean? Find how you work. And then the point was is like sticking to it. Just you have to fucking show like up, you dude. You don't have to go ham every fucking time. You went just slow do it. The just time. show up. Yeah. And maybe the 10 minutes I had never run in my life, so I mm-hmm. had to do that. But it's like. It's like meditating. You're not going to be able to do meditation every day if you do an hour because mm. you're just going to get burned out. And right. after 15 minutes, you're going to yeah. be like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. You've got to start hurts. off slow yeah. and build it up incrementally. I totally and I do think that. everyone does have their own ways, but I think a lot of people like who want to go back to the gym will just go really hard the first day. Yeah, no, and that's burn not the way to do it. I there's totally agree. There's that. basic right. templates that people gotta, can follow. To like get started or whatever, like whether you're intermediate expert, yeah. In any, I mean, you can't just jump right into something if you're like not qualified to do it. Like obviously, like I was pacing myself because I can't afford to get hurt, and then I go and get fucking injured weight skating, which is a completely different thing, and I haven't been able to run in a month. So when I go back, I'm gonna have to like take it really, really easy. I'm not saying go gung ho. Everybody does have their own different ways of doing it, but some people start once a week. Some people go seven days, really, really light. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So how I think we're all saying the same yeah, thing. How, <laughs> to, to switch subjects, how old were you when you um, took on being a stepfather? You're 26 now. Um, 26, almost 27. So I guess I was 23, 22 or 23. Really? Yeah. You are my age. It's still recent. Though. Yeah, That's it's still like two I mean, years. It, like feels so like, it honestly feels like yesterday because it was all so fast. Like I came home from Argentina and then Libby and I became partners Hey, give like them, a month it's later. A, it's yeah. a really... <coughs> it's a long fucking story. Like, do you if wanna, you want to go down yeah, that road. Yeah, do you want to tell it? It's a beautiful story, though. And it's gotten sure. you to uh, be Sure, I'll try the quick version. <laughs> I cooked on Cape, like, all my life. And then kind of got this opportunity to go to Argentina. So that was to be a chef on this ranch, tal- ranch called Estancia Ranquilco. It's a horse ranch out in the middle of Patagonia. It's, like, six hours horseback to get to, like, the nearest tiny ass fucking hundred person town like it's like that and beautiful it's the craziest place i've ever been in my life um i got to butcher animals out there i quartered my first cow cooked a lot of goat like live uh, asado (laughs) style if you know what like that is it's just like a lot of fire he said he said quartered what he meant to say is murdered his first cow ladies and gentlemen yeah so (laughs) basically i'm just building like huge fires Mm -hmm in these like massive pits with like a wall behind it and then I'll like have goats out on like what you would call like a spit is the easiest way to like explain it like you know when you have a pig on a spit yeah so an asado or an asado it's basically like a cross and then you hang it out flat so like imagine like the pig just like being Mm -hmm. splayed out flat like that and then yeah Jesus style right (laughs) and then you just have it there and then you sit there for like four hours and you drink wine with gauchos and hang out so that's what I did for like six months but I've never been more isolated in my life, like, ever, because I'm just surrounded by the same 36 people. You're, like, you're out there in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Can't call home. Like, Anyone you fucking hate there? Was there any, did you have any? There was fantasy? definitely, things definitely happened. Yeah, like, there was definitely tension in the ranks. Like, yeah. I don't want to go into that. But <laughs> yeah, because these people definitely. Did you ever have to fuck to someone up? <laughs> no. Raising up on you, trying no. to get big on you. No, there's definitely drama. I mean, it's like fucking I'll turn real you into world. Jesus pig, it's like bro. literally, it's like real world. Like yeah. we would literally call it that, like real world Rankilco. MTV uh, was there filming. No, it yeah. could have been, dude. It literally felt like that sometimes. But I cooked some cr- really, really crazy Paid food. The confessional. Came home. <laughs> <laughs> literally. 
Avengers is mad. Smoke one a cigarette. Guy you smoke a cigarette sitting on the edge of a cliff just wondering, like, just what if? You know, because yeah. some days, you know, and then other days are the best days of your life. I mean, I learned how to ride horses. I was fucking standing on horses, like, jumping on goats, doing goat roundups, rounding up cows, fucking hiking, sleeping in caves and shit on my days off. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. And then I come home, and I get fucking culture shocked, but, like, backwards. I'm just like, fuck, like, there's money here. Like, I hadn't touched money in six months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was that kind of lifestyle. because yeah, you'd have to suck dick to get money. <laughs> no, there was yeah, like, no I have to pay for, for things, dude. There I can't... No you, no, this guy won't take so a fucking goat's leg, dude. So I'm just trying long. to get some I cars. Just, I was just living there and yeah. just cooking for people. I cooked for the Queen's Guard, dude. Like, people come there to fly fish and to, like... Amazing. It was nuts. So I come home. Everything's fucked. I go back into a regular kitchen. I have to deal with money again, and my quality of life just totally went down, and I realized, like, I didn't have family. And the family that I had was Libby. And Libby and I have known each other since we were two years old. You know, we've been, like, close, close friends forever. And I walked into her fucking house, and I told her, we're going to be together. And, like, that's the way it is. got to break up with your boyfriend. And that was it. Never kissed her before, dude. Well, there's a longer part to this story. What's that? She had kids before this. Yeah. Yeah, she did. When she was 18. Yeah. And that was... With my with one of my close friends, yeah. And he, he had killed himself, yeah. And then you hadn't seen her. How long was it until after? I that was there the day that he died. I was the first guy at her house. Yeah, yeah. Scotty was a close friend of mine, and oh man, you're like dig, digging up emotions. Um, Scotty was a really close friend of mine, and yeah. Libby lived around the corner from me, and I, I got the call basically the same time that she did, and I was. I just spent the day with her, like, immediately, because they were both so close to me. Yeah. Yeah. And the boys, do you now, do you feel like your relationship is built over quarantine, being able to spend more time with them? I was there the the day they were born, you know? My relationship's always been close with them. I never miss a birthday. Like, like they were were my family always, you know what I mean? Well, you... yeah. You love them and you talk about them. Yeah. They're your sons. Like yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're your sons. No, they were not, they were always no like yeah. even before I was like stepdad Ben, I was Uncle Ben. I was always there. Cri- Christmases, mm-hmm. yeah. like I'm going to their house. Like that well, was I my thought you family. were called Uncle Ben just because you really like writing. Well, yeah, that's part of it, you know. <laughs> and so I'm like also racist. a racist logo, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, because you always came in with blackface. I actually like, used yeah. to have an Uncle Ben's back. You just can't mention anything. I had Uncle Ben's rice hat. I did. Yeah. No, you just yeah. Not one of those ones. Just don't yeah, do it. Yeah, of course. Thanks. But uh, yeah. why are you looking at yeah, me that like a, that? That, dude, is that a was long creepy story, as so fuck. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. It's so we got together, and then within a year, or within six months, we were living together. We had a rental. We bought a house within a year of that time, and now we're there, and we're looking for our next house because our family's growing. So the walls have to also. And you're starting back. Back in the kitchen, yeah. Was this the first time since... Were you, did you ever work in a kitchen while... While we were together? Yeah. Yeah, in the very beginning of our relationship, I was in the kitchen, and then I left to make more money doing carpentry. That was, like, the original reason that I left. When you... Fucking cook quotes in Guatemala, dude. Like, quotes, we're, we're, we're quotes in Guatemala. quotes and making quotes it's over quotes in Guatemala. Eat my enchilada. <laughs> whenever, whenever shit gets serious, Thatcher tries to spit a freestyle. Everybody <laughs> love everybody! Oh, man, I'm just saying things. When you got back from Argentina cooking and yeah. had to go into a, a normal kitchen, was that a... Co- like? Was there... Where was the camaraderie more? Where did you feel it more? Did you feel it kind of in well, the Well, I went back to a kitchen that I was at before I left. So these are people that, like, helped bring me up. I mean, when I first started working at Sunbird, like, shout out to Sunbird, Orleans, fucking incredible, pew, pew, pew. incredible food. Um, I started working with them very early during their brick and mortar. And I thought I knew something when I started working for them. And then they, like, brought me to a whole nother level. Like, I mean, my chefs were incredible. And they taught me a lot. And they're the reason that I made it to Argentina. Like, had I not had their guidance, I wouldn't have made it there. So I just went straight back. And then they were expanding and, like, trying to do different things in the space. And I helped them organize and do a lot of that. But the camaraderie's always been there. I mean, my boy Larry, my boy Dan, my boy Garrett, yeah. Chef speaking, Jamie. Speaking like, of really Shout out to Tiny, fucking <laughs> little Chris. <laughs> little boo Yeah, no, they're, they're all there. Speaking of great chefs, Thatcher they're loves awesome. cooking pancakes on his skillet. 
in his yeah. bedroom. <laughs> Whatever that Which is shitty little dumb. hot plate is. Dude, I, you know what's fucking wild? Yeah. Is I haven't made pancakes on that thing in like months. But and the last I pancake batter's still just on No, I just got pancakes like two days ago, dude. Dude, and so God is in the room right just now. Like we should all go there after How this. the universe works sometimes. Who knew? Because it's like, how does he even know that I oh, we should get cook pancakes? Have you even ever seen me make pancakes on that thing? No, but have I you even ever seen pancake mix? Like... No, it always smells like bacon because I'm always cooking bacon on it. Yeah, you don't have butter. You just have bacon. It's just creepy, Sam. Fucking creepy. Sam smoked DMT once and now he can fucking just see into everybody's fucking room. Can you describe. Thatcher's diet. Oh, uh, um, and then what's you changed? Just, oh, it's I want to describe <laughs> his diet as you know it, and then I want to hear Thatcher's diet plan. Okay. I'll just. This is fun. I like this. This is this fun. fun little exercise. <laughs> what do you think I eat, bitch? I'll just say, like one time, I saw you have, like, a glass bigger than this, full of milk. Do you want to hold the glass and, like, up to the? No. Yeah. To the uh, camera. Where's the camera? Right here, a glass like it's a, big, a pint glass, a pint dude. Glass. You know what a fucking yeah. pint glass looks like? Yeah, no, pint glass is weird. Jesus, for ladies and gentlemen, up, we're describing a pint glass. <laughs> you had a pint glass of milk, bigger than a pint glass. Oh, definitely bigger a than whole, a pint glass. Oh, a yeah. whole pizza. It was like what's it? Uh, stein. You, it's like a stein. You always put chocolate like sauce in your milk. Yeah, I'm not eat. I don't eat pizza with regular milk, dude. I'm not pizza? a fucking weirdo. A whole pizza, milk, and just a big bag of French fries, and there's like Oreos not far. And that he has that every. But he's, I, he's, he's there's no Oreos in that equation, I've by the way. Don't fucking ex- pizza, don't like exaggerate for fucking my shock word, value. My word against you. There's no there's no fucking Oreos involved in that equation. By the way. So now, what's your Come new on. diet? I'll, I'll eat an Oreo. It. It's half a pint of <laughs> milk. By the way, yeah. It's half a pint of milk, and it's flatbread. It's a flatbread pizza and half a pint yeah. of milk. I'm Everyone thinks my diet is pizza bad. and fucking I'm Oreos. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, and I'm not saying that I it couldn't. It is a bad thing. I mean, I couldn't. I had a shit part. diet. I'm not saying I didn't have a shit diet. What's your new shit diet? diet? I used to eat like a child, is what they're trying to say. Okay, I like Cheez-Its. I like goldfish. I like chocolate milk. He just like tried to find soda. women who were breastfeeding and say, can I latch on? He ate like a child. I do. I like cheese and I like motherfucking bread, dude. Good cheese and good okay. bread. Okay, what do you want from me? Carbs or dope? Carbs are dope. Carbs are dope, dude. All right. Gluten free. Suck my dick, dude. Carbs are delicious. One sandwich, I'll be sucking dick by a 7 Eleven for a dude, slice oh, of pizza. I will fuck up some cereal. Like, That's how much I love carbs. Yeah. Oh so, anyway, yeah. so my new diet. I'll suck carbs. dick for a subway <laughs> sandwich. Um, <laughs> Not a ride on the subway. I'll give a handy for that. Yeah. <laughs> One, one knuckle. It, it, it's my own version of the P9. It's not the P90X diet because it's like similar <laughs> in, what, that sure in, what, in a way. But P90X. no, dude, I cut. There's no more soda. Like soda's out of my diet. I basically, the only drink that I has, have that has sugar in it is OJ in the morning. Like I don't drink fresh squeeze OJ, okay? Fuck off. All right. Simply even, orange. You don't even like OJ. Florida's natural. It's not from concentrate. Don't try to give me some from concentrate shit. I don't want your shit out of the can from the freezer. Eat me. Okay. It's got to be not from concentrate. Dole, kiss my ass. Garlic Farms. That, I just fuck lost, off. Your orange juice sucks. I just lost sucks. my sponsorship. Dole and Garlic <laughs> Farms. Garlic Farms. Two I'm sorry, Sam, dude. For five episodes in, we're already fucking ruining it. Off. So anyway. Give and you a then, pint of milk. and then milk. I still drink milk because I have pineapples. well, because I have a protein shake. So milk's in the protein shake, and then bacon and eggs for breakfast. Um, either tuna or a chicken sandwich for lunch with like grapes or an apple, like fruit, and then either like uh, they're like popcorn, like rice cake things or pita chips. Have you and ever had for dinner? Like really have you for, ever had for dinner chicken salad? Hummus? Chicken chocolate salad. Hummus is dope. I have and not, actually with strawberries. Yeah. And yeah. not like uh, not mayonnaise mixed up chicken salad, but like chicken, grilled chicken in a salad. Pretty much every single day. Yeah. So no soda, and then one cheat day, I have pizza and French fries. 
and milk and no and no and yes if i don't <laughs> have a soda i'll make some chocolate milk but yes yeah. one day a week that's a that's hey a that's what the shit. rock does were how, you guys hey, those freaks how many, who put the French fries in the McFlurries? How many, I hated those kids. How many pounds? Uh, not did the you, McFlurries, but the Wendy's Frosties. Yeah. How many so. pounds did you put on during quarantine? I lost twenty-five pounds. How many pounds did you put on during quarantine? I I took off ten and then recently put on five because I got yeah, hurt. Yeah, negative ten. Good for you. Congratulations. That's right. So fucking shit on my diet again. <laughs> I've been I've been lifting too. How's how's P ninety X? I've been going to the gym lifting. So I'll flex for you guys. Um, I'm basically at the same point the la- that I was at the last two times when I quit and gave up, where I was like two months in and then couldn't get the last month in because I just started skipping days. Sure enough, uh, my back kind of twinged on me, so I'm like, all right, I'll take a couple Through days work. off. Yeah, then it seized up on me, so now I'm like two weeks removed from doing anything. I was in the recovery phase, which is just like yoga and fucking cardio shit and blah blah you still work out for six days of the week but it's theoretically like a, a recovery week but don't put yoga in quick quotation marks <laughs> i didn't put, i said recovery week Gentle but anyway the, the point is is uh i'm yeah, fucking pu- no i'm pumped because like i'm finishing this shit and i might even do another round because i'm actually finally seeing like my body transform a little it's kind of cool and i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna go all the way with this shit have and just do it, cause and the reason I can, I think, is because I did sober October and getting through that, yeah, and and you guys bailed on me, and and that like the learning about yourself thing is yeah. like that in that that moment. Normally, that's when I last another four or five days, and I'm like, all right, I'll take a fucking hit. I mean, whatever, dude. What's the yeah. big deal? These hey. guys, no one else is even really doing it, but I finished it on my own, mm-hmm. and that was like a huge like realization and learning moment for me which is like fuck it dude it's one month and now this is like all right this is fucking three months like who yeah. gives a shit i can do that speaking of sober october ani i have a question for you What's up? i quit on sober october because i learned <laughs> what hpv was what? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was a lot more serious than it was can you describe your first time learning what hpv was was your doctor nice about it or did he give you a heart attack um like? Neither. I think I'm probably a bad person to ask because I was super sheltered growing up. So I was just told by my parents that I needed to get an HPV shot and they didn't want to tell me why. I mean, like in my mind, I knew it was to like prevent me from getting some kind of like sexually transmitted disease. But that that was my first experience with that. I don't think she knows. I don't think I know what it is. HPV? Yeah. So you can you have it, I think. Everybody, right? yeah. everybody has it. Yeah. It's like, it's not really an STD. It's like... It's just it's, everybody. It's if everybody's got it, then nobody sexual. has it. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, I had a bit about it. It's like, that was the thing they should teach you in sex ed. It should be like, you're going to fuck, you're going to get HPV. I remember like, being embarrassed to ask you what that joke meant. And never, <laughs> no, I'm never bringing it up to you. Oh, 22-year-olds yeah. don't know nothing. Yeah, also, while we're... No, you're definitely more intelligent. While we're talking about Sober October, we should educate people about hemp cigarettes and teach them that they're the fucking devil, dude. Dude, this asshole had me smoking hemp cigarettes for the first half of Sober October, dude. And I'm like, what am I doing, dude? I want to know what Sober October and HPV have to do with yeah. Yeah. What, what's the re- yeah, correlation? Uh, my, uh, my oh, he my quit on Sober yeah, October because he found out found about out HPV. She had HPV and she made it seem like it was a much bigger deal than it was. <laughs> so I like freaked out and I smoked and drank and um and then I found out what I was and I was like, well, I already jumped off the wagon now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting in the bomb shelter and like nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the doomsday yeah. prepper. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's a fucking biplane. Like, We're going out. down. <laughs> We're going down. <laughs> Every classic like scene from a movie where they think they're about to crash in the plane and there's always the one guy that's just like I'm gay, and then right after he says that, the plane levels out, and everyone's always looking around. What is that? No, I feel like that's a thing. Uh, Almost, almost famous. Um, There's just like, dude, and there's multiple scenes where there's a, you know, something along those lines. uh, What flipped the switch to make you start your business? I've always never wanted to work for someone else. 
what flipped the switch? Yeah. What was like? What was like thing that made it you... started with Gary V in two thousand and let's call it let's see three years like I don't know two thousand and sixteen ish. I got into the Gary V. And then, like, I go through phases where I'm just, like, what I go all in on shit. I just, I get really obsessive, LCD, like, to the max. So I was, like, all in on Gary V for a while. And I was, like, yeah, fuck it. You just got to do it. You just got to start. You just got to do it. And so then I left where I was working. And I was going to just go out on my own. And then my buddy kind of courted me a little bit and was, like, Offering kind of a courted you to the bar, kind of like well, he's offering me kind of a partnership because I was just about to get a trailer. I had my own tools, a truck, also the knowledge, a little bit of leadership. But like the situation I was going into, because my even my friends were like, "Dude, fucking," he's like offering you twenty five percent of his business eventually, to and like good salary, and I was just like, it just didn't feel right. I wanted to like at least feel the situation out. And then I did that for a couple of years and it just wasn't like it. There was the thought, you know, there was an implication of what it was going to be and the collaboration. And it just turned into basically the same job I had that I had left. And you don't want to be anyone. You don't want anyone else in charge of you. But you, here's the thing though. Someone's always in charge of you. There's the homeowner. There's the fucking, the builder. Like you always have a boss, but like, if you get the work done in time, if you show up on time, get the work done in time, et cetera, et cetera, like, you can carve out your own hours and create your own freedom. And really, like, dude, I don't want... I. It's like I was just having this conversation with my friend when we were driving around today. I don't want... I fucking hate construction. I don't want to do it. My passion is, like, this, what we're doing right now. I want to just do this. I want to do comedy. But I'm also 37, it's like it's scary to be a starving artist and I've never had the balls to do that because I still want to hang out with my friends and I, you know what I mean so I don't want to give up certain parts of my life and so I said finally I said like fuck it I'll just I'm just gonna do it. like I don't know I just my buddy started his business I knew he was gonna but like he, he pulled the trigger, and I, like, watched him do it. And in a year of him just busting his ass and, like, just working his ass off, it's t- another year, like, he's, he's like, doing great. You know what I mean? And like, it was, was scary, crazy. and then it was, yeah. like, but, like, all of a sudden, they're getting all these prepays coming in. His bank account's getting filled up. Now they have money in the bank. They're buying equipment. They're buying new trucks. And then... uh a like, year after that, like I kind of started, but I'm like half doing comedy, and I'm like not really. You get what you put into it. Exactly, yeah. and like I've had people like you gotta go all into it, and it's just like, I'm I'm a lunatic, dude. I think I can do things that other, you know what I mean? Like, thing there's things that haven't been done before, so maybe I can do comedy and do this and like he got away with do them both. In <laughs> but. But we yeah, I basically like that. watching my friend do it. I like I and and through the Gary V thing also, it's like put those people around you. Mm-hmm. Like you're basically the average of the the five people that you fucking hang out with. I agree. You know, yeah. like the, you know what I mean. So you I surrounded yourself. With I started. Things. I stopped yeah. going over to my one buddy's house and I hung out with him one day a week and I started hanging out with the other people three days a week as opposed to vice versa and it just slowly started just osmosis in a sense like get that mentality a little bit. But I'm like a, I still like, I'm lazy as fuck, dude. But you I, look I do young. things at my own matter. pace. I mean, people say it all the time, and I figured out I'm fucking young at heart, Sam. That's why. What were you I've doing? Always stayed day? young at heart. What was your What was your life? I was a shit bag. <laughs> I was an absolute fucking shit bag. I was banging nails. I was skipping work because it was gonna be hot that day, and I was hungover. And I'll just play Call of Duty all day, <laughs> barely paying my it bills. Sounds like pre-quarantine. I'm literally <laughs> have never paid taxes. My entire life. <laughs> the government's gonna be all over. No, because I'm doing an. I'm. I'm finally like. Uh, I'm finally at the point where like I've got an accountant. I'm doing the offering confirmation. Like I'm getting my shit together. But yeah, dude, I was a fucking shit bag, and I didn't. Like I knew that you needed to put the work in early so that you can relax later. But it was just like you see your friends having fun. And you're like, fuck, dude. I. 
kind of don't want to miss going to Vegas. This is like a memorable, you know, and so you just, you save, you, f- you find out that you can save money, you do save money, but you save it to go blow it and you don't invest it and you don't, and then you start, I don't know, you, it just takes me a little longer than most people. And it's one of those things, like everyone tells you that's ever started a business. If you're thinking about doing it, just do it because the minute you start doing it, you're like, why didn't I do this sooner? I think a lot of right. people think that people do things quicker than they actually do. Yeah. Like, Some people operate time. at a different frequency. Yeah. It, things take time and people just make it look easy. Yeah. You know, that's the big thing. Yeah, guys, that's why this podcast sucks. If I'm always like late. It, give me a couple well, episodes. My everybody ad- love everybody! My analogy to that or, or how I kind of approach things is like, dude, I will do a, you won't, you might not do it, you might not do it. I'll do a backflip off of that bridge into the water. But you might have to stand there and wait for ten Can minutes for me to build. Do you know what I mean? Like you might have to, you might have to stand there and wait for ten minutes for me to really build up the courage to do it. And that's kind of how it is in life. Other people are like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna dive in the water, and I'm just like, I'm gonna do the backflip. But I'm gonna fucking do the backflip when I'm ready to land, not break my ankle when I land, type of thing. Yeah. Do so you? It's just, I'm just slower to the. The third draw, I guess. Do you want to be like Thatcher when you're his age? <laughs> no in kids. I know the answer single. to that question, and you can answer honestly. It will not hurt my feelings. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Everybody I'm, love everybody. Question. No, what do you, I'm not gonna ask you that. But what do you see yourself doing at Thatcher's age? Hard telling, not knowing, right? I mean, I want to cook. Like, I'm just gonna try to cook as much as I possibly can. Like, that's, my, that's my goal, and yeah. like. I'm going to be getting four months off paid every year with this job if everything goes according to plan. Mm-hmm. And, like, we just want to travel, you know? Like, that's that's always been my goal is to just travel as much as possible and, like, see things. Is comedy not it for you, do you think? After getting this, like, break, dude, like, a lot of people are talking about missing it. A lot of people are doing, like, Zoom shows. A lot of people are getting back into oh. comedy. Oh, my God. Can I say, can I say, can I just say, <laughs> fuck Zoom shows, okay? Zoom... After it, Thatcher's take, the stocks no, are I, tanking. No, I'm an asshole. The stocks are going no, down. No, f- fuck me. I don't know shit, okay? I don't know shit about I shit. I haven't watched any. But, like, no. No, they aren't Just don't. Just don't. Great. It's like, you know when you're embarrassed for someone? Like, are you or you one? see something, it just makes you just uneasy. It's just like, I, I don't need to see. Yeah. There's not, like, people are doing, they're not doing sets. It's like conversations amongst, you're just watching a, a fucking meeting. But I don't think it's bad because Zoom is for people who Make miss people, comedy yeah. as a community. Yeah, it's you a know, lonely aspect. I understand. It's not like a yeah. growing I mean, they did it for AA, system. too. It's yeah. the same thing. I know, but I, there's <laughs> fucking Zoom shows, right. dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but do you not see... What, the rando can't be opinionated? No, you're fine. You're right. You are right. <laughs> you're not wrong. Shit. I know. Just That's how I... But I was just like, was Ugh. talking about like how he thinks he can do construction and comedy. And comedy. And that's, like, what he wants to do. He wants to have, like, he wants to do stand-up on type, top of a dump truck. I think, really, I just need to do the business right, and so build I, it I to where I think I get what you're asking a little bit more now. Like, basically, like, do I miss it? Yeah, I fucking miss it. I definitely miss hanging out with you guys every week. Yeah. It was, like, my favorite thing that I could But was it more do. of a community thing than, like, a thing that you want to pursue? I think, yeah, maybe. Like, I think so. Because, like, I, I feel like I was, like, getting good at it. Like, good, not good no you like, were like i was having fun and like i did a couple little paid gigs and like that was cool but like hanging out with you guys gave me the community that i think i lost when i left the kitchen because i went from like being in a restaurant industry where i'm just surrounded by people where it's like you go to war every night right mm-hmm. and then sacrificing like that shit that i had been doing for the last 10 11 years for my family and now it's like i go to war every day to like make this household happen. Yeah, and, and like you also years. go to a fucking in place where like you're gonna get thrown under the bus at the drop of a fucking hat. Not right. where like right. we're going to war together. No, it's like no, it's like no, fuck that. Bend it's it, like then. well, I don't want to yeah. make it. I don't want to look like I'm exactly. a shithead. So I gotta make sure. Yeah. I just want to clarify and make it clear that I was not the one that was working on this project. It was <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm that's not, the thing. Listen, I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I don't fucking. I'm not a rat, but fucking. 
Ben fucked that LVL up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I got I got it back with that you guys. That's such a rat. He's gonna get per- he's gonna get rainbow hair and six nine tattoos. What is I rule number that. three of my podcast? Everybody love everybody. Hell yeah. No snitching. Hell yeah. <laughs> no snitching. I, it's literally that dude. Up, um, I just couldn't see. Well, because I had to read all the tw- other It things. doesn't matter that you're 26. You're such a dad. You're like. Oh, I can't uh, read all that way over there. Good. Oh, let me just sit down. Can you turn on my headphones? <laughs> good for him for going number one, but I fucking hate people who are uh, like not authentic and people who like that whole. I told you, I fucking. Ah, it's just like it's I don't so, know what, what you're talking about. Did you guys about? not do you see know what he's talking the, about? The, right the, now? You do you know what I'm talking about? Takashi Six Nine's rant after yeah, he went number one. Oh, I deleted all my social media. Yeah, I, it's so I, uncomfortable I, to watch. I like, good for him I, for like, no fuck all the haters, but. I post it and then I delete it. It's like, but wow, you went on. It's like, I told you, I told you. Or like, uh, it's just like, God damn, man. Like, it's such bad acting. It just bothers me. And then have you ever seen him freestyle? Have you ever seen videos of him freestyle? Like in a, in a, in like a knee high pool with his buddy. And he's just like, yeah, Trump, Trump. Cause something and a stack fight yeah and this boy's like oh yeah and he's hyping him up and i'm like what is going on people like this stuff i can't believe i don't know i'm sorry i just went off i did i yeah you I, yeah i'm sorry i'm I sorry mean, guys I'm fuck that guy like, dude I just separated myself no fuck that guy and if you like takashi's i don't even know what songs are his play well, me one actually, and i might like it but uh, shout out to the previous episode is that guest lloyd legacy sharp he um he was saying on the last podcast that when he was in his early 20s, he was he had a $2 million rap deal. And that he turned it down because they wanted him to get tattoos and face piercings. And what? then they would have... Lloyd Legacy yeah, and no so, Sharp and so he turned had it a down, rap deal. A $2, million, do, a $2 million rap deal I that he turned... With him so and he bad. turned it down because he was... They wanted him to literally get tattoos that said, like, fuck women... And face face piercings and shit. Yeah, uh, episode four. You should listen to it. I will. On, That's pretty good. That's some inside on, baseball. So you think some up. of those cucks got all that face think, tattoo yeah, bullshit because the, the selling, industry like? Um, I have a friend Josh Antwi so shouts that's up, so but that's sad. what selling your soul is. It's like yeah, I'll get ten million dollars. Uh, Takashi Six Nine probably got what a lot of money. <laughs> he probably got um. Do you a, want me to play it? No, no, I don't know. No, no. Well, this is what it was. Okay. <laughs> That's he, all um, I need to oh see. But whatever, whoever the rapper is, I think that they <laughs> will sign these deals that... Um, I like rap. That they Just will... say that, by the way. The, I like rap the production companies will tell you what your character is. It's like WWE. I don't mm. want to compare the two because these are real people with real lives, yeah. but they tell you what yeah. character you are. They give you And a they control your life. But then there's rappers who are independent and do their own thing, and those can still be trap sure. rappers. But that, I think that's what happened to 6 9 is they're like, we will make you a star. You just have to sell your soul. Uh, I see how you pulled that all together. Sorry, I got a little off track. But it's all right. I'm <laughs> yeah. like... Uh, I followed it the whole Thatcher's like a black way. hole of... Um, yeah. Rap, uh, rap. I stopped listening to rap, rap tangents. Like, rap tangents, yeah. Rap tangents, know, dude. That's my next album. Yeah, <laughs> rap tangents. Rap tangents. Coming out twenty twenty one, y'all. You guys are white guy, white boys from Cape Cod. You definitely tried your hand at rap. I no, dude. I love hip hop. Sam and knows. I used to you, you're, yeah, you're fucking. You know. dude. You're so <laughs> setting me up for that. You know that I rap. You're just trying to bait that. Yes, freestyling. Right I'm not now. freestyling on this show. Absolutely fucking me. not. I don't want to lose I the am, twenty views I get already. Let me just say, I am way better than you think I am when you look at me. I think that's a fair assessment. Is there, hey Ani, is there any way we can find the intro song with no words on it? I'm not uh, rapping. Let me find out. Cool. I can't do it on the spot. Yeah, that's fine. You're gonna do it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do we Don't worry, we'll edit it out. Name we'll edit of it. the song. Um. Let me try to. Can I just say? I just want to say, turn you, me one up. Of you, turn one me of down you, in the headphones. One bef- of and you. Then pr- and then we'll just cut it. I'll just be like, turn me down the headphones. I can see if we have the, the and then, also. Yeah, that's probably what we're going to do. I just don't want to search my I think we're supposed to say, like, turn my headphones up. 
This is no, great. My, po- this is yeah. great my podcasting. Mic, my right mic, here. is loud. I could hear myself We're breathing. We're all going on our own tangents, and I'm, on, this so and I'm yeah. on my. So, so you cooking is your pet. Cooking and family. Yeah. Construction and comedy. Do you construction see... is not a passion? You can don't even pretend. Don't even, nope. Hell no. I hate it. Then why put so much time into it? Because I realize it's an asset that I have that can be a means to an end that can get me to a better lifestyle. Because if I really bust my ass hard enough at it, it can maybe be like passive income where I can have a foreman or a a guy who basically runs my crews for me. And all I have to do is spend 10 hours a week going around doing sales calls, sending emails out at night, you know what I mean? Doing estimates and stuff like that and then show up and just point at shit and let guys take care of it yeah. while I, because I have to go to fucking X, Y, and Z to do comedy. And that's like, yeah. that's kind of the, the end goal for me because my real, in a nutshell, my real passion is entertaining people on any level. Because at first I thought I wanted to be an actor. Then I realized I'm kind of more a comic. So I mean... Yeah, if if I, I mean, I'll have delusions of grandeur my whole life because I promised myself when I moved back from New York, I'll never give up on my dreams no matter what. No matter how old I am, no matter how delusional it may seem to my friends or family from the outside looking in, like, I'll always hold on to that passion, those dreams. And so then it turned into maybe stand-up comedy. But at the end of the day, like, yeah. I want to be Robin Williams. Like I want to like. You want to kill yourself? No, no. I want. I want to be Robin Williams minus the the suicide. You know, like make like through making people laugh eventually. Like kind of like Kevin Hart. Even where like I'm not talking like mega millionaire superstar, but like make people laugh, and maybe through comedy, book some type of entertainment gig and or do like a. When did you? I don't know. Just anything that entertains people you're and trying makes to get to the point where you can make money without having to be there yeah that's the move and that way you're in the construction oh, yeah in the construction world right. so that i can go entertain people and have yeah. fun i don't give I a fuck if saying. i get paid a dollar because i like to just have small little minor impacts on people's lives whether it's a little smile here you know what i mean like just subtle stupid little things yeah you should be a panhandler. little pick-me-ups that works so you can make good money panhandling I'm just saying. Well, how did you get in? What, when, what's your story with cooking? Because it is a passion. I've just always done it. Like, I started when I was like 13 years old. You know? Was I, it a family thing or was it a job thing? It was a uh, about to go to high school thing. And my guidance counselor straight up told me, like, you won't graduate if you go to a regular high school. Like, you are not going to make it. I was the class clown. I did not like. I was like, you do not have the attention span for a regular public. That's what they told me, and maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. But like, I went to your observational skills. I just wanted to eat food because like you just got to eat more food if you were in culinary. Was that were you eating your painted like that? How did you react when you heard that? Were you kind of like fuck the system after that, or were you kind of like I get it, they're right. No, I think I pretty much knew they were right. I mean, like, to be honest. Was he I saying it in a dick way, school. or was he saying no, it um, a... No, she's... Her and I are, like, tice. I like wish tice, I went to a vocational tice. school. I actually still know her. I know her kids now. Um, yeah, shout out to Bonnie. Bonnie just straight up told me. She, like, gave me a hug and was just like, if you go to Nauset, you're gonna have a tough time. Like, it's a lot of fucking academic work. You don't want to do that shit. Like, you're hands-on. Like, you should go to tech and learn how to, like, make something. I wish I got that. And then I went. And then I fucking found I I culinary. Middle, I wish I had a middle school dance council like my that because I should have done that. Yeah. My older stepbrother happened to be working in a restaurant at that time and I thought he was really fucking cool. No longer my stepbrother, whatever. It's a whole different story. But like. Just tell it. We have plenty of time, dude, right? Uh, it's I'm too, just kidding. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a fucking. I mean, you're talking about like decades no, of my I, life. I was joking. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, he does this. He makes money. He's getting girls and like is barely ever home and he gets home late at night like it's cool it was mystery Mm -hmm. and then I've just fucking started at 13 and didn't stop for like a really long time fell in love immediately or was it a I worked at a vegan deli it was like the first vegan place on Cape Cod it was my first job I was thinking it's cool 
people that are passionate about cooking because I just never had the patience for it. I'm like, it's not. It I takes a weird kind of. I'm just want to. But eat. it's a passion. <laughs> no, yeah. but isn't that? Some no, that's people, I fast. Like I, I respect it. Like I really like respect comedy, it. I think it's they'll cool. They'll be like, me. you'll drive two hours right. to do three minutes at the right. studio, and, and then you'll drive that. two hours back. It's yeah. like I fucking will. Yeah. yeah. And now I get it. And that's the same thing with cooking. It's just that's your passion. Like, wait, you're gonna work for like seventy or eighty hours this week. And like barely sleep and go out and drink and party like afterwards like two or three of those nights and bust your ass and sweat all night for like that much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. That's why like, I'm those ch- are your fucking brothers. Like you develop relationships in restaurants that like I would lie down in traffic for a lot of guys that I cooked with. That's why I'm kind of jealous of Sam. And it whatever it is, what it is. I know I'm 37. It's like, dude, get after it. Whatever, just do what you love. Right. But if I had known what I wanted to do, I still don't know what I want to do. People ask me, they're like, dude, I don't fucking know. Mm. I There's so many things that interest me. I don't like not knowing how to do anything. So yeah. it's like, I want to race cars. I want to fly squirrel suits. I want to fucking do a lot of things. Surf. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I want to race. I want to race. I don't know. The point squirrels. is, is dude, I think, <laughs> I think it's sweet. And I, I'm jealous of Sam that he's like at 22 kind of has an idea of what his passion is already mm. because you're fucking light years ahead of where I was at your age and you got a huge head start, which I think is fucking cool as shit too. I was actually, I wrote that in my manifesto for you guys where I write uh, questions for my guests. Wrote what? Um, do you think, what do you think's more important? Like time on stage. Like I am going to get more time on stage but you guys have more life experience to draw from. Stage time. You go into it's it. reps, dude. Yeah, no, it's definitely stage time. It's Is reps. It, yeah. yeah. It me, me and my buddy had this, this same conversation about hecklers because he was there one night at the Cleet and Anchor when a Brad decided to fucking heckle me. And, like, I'd like to be more stoic in those situations because you'll think of something wittier to say as opposed to being a confrontational back and forth. It can be like, a, I'll just own him. Right. I'll shut up. I'll just own them with intelligence. Yeah, it's a muscle. And, like, I wasn't flustered. I I mean, I was obviously maybe a little flustered, talking shit with the guy. But, like, my best friend who I was having this conversation with was like, you were a little bit riled and blah, blah, blah. My other buddy was drunk, was like, I'm going to fucking kick that guy. I'm like, dude, it's a heckler. We're not fighting, okay? Chill. But um, it, it's, like, the difference between me and that heckler and – um. Bill Burr and that heckler is Bill Burr's Tom Brady, and I'm a rookie quarterback, and the the defense just shift on me. You're not a us. rookie quarterback. But you get what I'm yeah, saying? You're like, but like you're like a fucking no, division but like, three. But what I'm saying is, it's a guy like a first year quarterback yeah, no, who sees yeah. a defensive right. shift, who's like, oh shit, and then the game speeds up, and they're like, oh man, and they might maybe get the throw off, and the dude makes an amazing catch, whereas Tom Brady's sitting back there. And he, he's like, oh, they're he about to shift because right. he saw the yeah. safety, just looked at the fucking defensive end's tailbone and the fucking, I've def- the, you know what I mean? The, the strong safety's fucking starts like grip and he's like, oh, they're, they're shifting and blah, blah. So it's like you still have the same skill set in a sense where you may still be funny, but like it's, it's just reps, dude. I feel like it's all about reps. And like I, for me, I'm approaching it as just stage time, stage time, stage time, because I feel in my heart that I'm funny, and like it's about being yourself. So eventually, if you're just comfortable on stage, yourself will come out, and the jokes will come later. And that's my, I mean, I don't know shit, but that's how I try to approach it. I um, I've never had a good comeback to a heckler yet. I don't think I've ever. <laughs> But well, this is a, actually a good story. It ended well. It ended but, with the, the only time someone in the audience has ever bought me a beer is a guy heckled me at the Clean Anchor. All my that's where the cops uh, threatened me. That's where everything I happened. But um, a guy heckled me, and I went, "If you didn't have a beard, I'd think you were a cancer patient," because he was bald. It turned out he, he was, was a, a stage yeah. three terminal cancer. Yeah, like gonna die in a couple of weeks. And he bought me a beer, and he was like, "No one has ever made a joke about it before. Thank you. Like yeah. everyone's too scared to talk." Yeah. about I didn't even know. I thought I was gonna sh- yeah. shit bricks. That I was like, you know, but that's that great. You're just like being way. truthful, yeah. and that's exactly. your sense of humor and blah blah. blah. I still don't understand why he had so the beard. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like if you sat at home for two years and just thought of different ways to deal with hecklers? 
and came back okay. on stage, you would have you would deal with hecklers any better? No. No. So right. that well, that's, that's when that's, that's where the reps come in. Yeah. It's just like get on stage and just fucking do it and deal with hecklers. And I see a lot of people like Boston comics who are just so used to the the politeness of the atmospheres of the clubs they work in. Like you don't talk when I'm on stage. And, like, when I go, it's, like, people are going to heckle, but also sometimes someone might want to say something funny, dude. They're not trying to heckle. Mm -hmm. They're giving you an opportunity to say something funny, engage with them, shut them up, whatever. I see that as an opportunity. I don't see that as, like, hey, dude. But, like, what happens is I watch a lot of people, like, who are considered, like, good comics because Ed Wall be like, you got to see this guy. You got to see that guy. Oh, dude, this guy's fucking great, blah, blah, blah. And they come to the Cleeton Anchor which is a fucking bar, right. the, where they put you isn't the best spot because most of the people right in front of you have their back to you because they're trying to get drinks, and then everyone else is further away, can't really hear because it's loud, so it's a tough room, and they yeah. just fucking crumble because if not all eyes are on you, right. and or if someone might talk or say something to you and it takes you out of your rhythm and but you don't you, get to get your set of punchlines. You, so you like need that shit. That's, you, I'm but that's my point is you need that shit, dude. Yeah. Just get up and suck it up, dude. Um, and be uncomfortable, man. Outliers. I I dude, eat shit. Cleat. Go eat shit I'm at reading the Cleeton Anchor, man. By Cle- uh, by, not by Cleeton By Cleeton Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> by Malcolm Gunn. By the owners of the Cleeton Anchor. They wrote a book. He was talking about how everyone needs the 10,000 hours to perfect something, but he was also talking about the Beatles that when they were young, like when they were just starting out, they were hired to go to this strip club in Germany and play eight hours a night for like 250 nights of the year. So there's the reps. <laughs> and they were just getting the, and it was the worst experience, but by the end they were yeah, great. And that's what the clean anchor is. It's you need, yeah. That's how they got good. Wow. It's, I did it's the math, really, dude. It takes it, 10,000 hours is a long a fucking time but when you're doing five minutes. But that's sets, not true. Man. Okay, but that's yeah. also. You really you gotta, gotta start down. piling them on. This was. Okay, so it's like doing comedy is real, but like writing will get off of that time, maybe not as much. True. And then watching comedy and studying yeah. it. So that's why it's like, I've only been doing stand up for a year, but I've been watching it and studying I it since I was 17 comedy. years old. I would go yeah. every night to the clubs and watch it. I wasn't doing it. You might be the biggest comedy fan that I've ever met. Yeah. You and maybe you Al Christakis. More people's hands than I've ever seen. But it, it really, I think it didn't help me with my comedy but it did help me with my comedy because i just learned the the theory behind it like well, you're I was a geek just, you're yeah. a comedy geek dude like yeah. that's your fucking thing like but also talk there's to you about fucking cooks i'll fucking name a thousand cooks for you because like i'll suck dick to meet those people <laughs> like, you've got a lot of those rhythms thing. and fucking nuances in your subconscious too that just it, you can't say it doesn't help yeah. you do you have a favorite restaurant in the world in the world, his is Chili's off of Route <laughs> Six, and I. I don't have a favorite anything. Um, I can't say I have a favorite restaurant because I haven't eaten at enough restaurants yet to like make that choice. But mm-hmm. thus far, the best meal I ever ate was at Roberta's in Brooklyn. That restaurant's fucking insane. Can't be a piano. Shout you know? out to Roberta's. And I haven't, been, I haven't been there in years, but that place, they. Gave me a bowl of chicken hearts that blew my mind. I mean, they just, I love a good they just fed heart. me because I was there with my chef. Mm-hmm. And like we went and we spent 36 hours in New York and we just ate our way throughout the city and hit as many spots as we could. That shit just, they just blew my mind. And it's probably a nostalgia thing too because I was like young, going to New York City to just eat for the first time ever. Like there's just those things that were like you never eat your first Fenway Frank for the first time ever again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like that's like a memory for me that I'll never forget because the atmosphere is so cool. You walk in to this weird like alleyway, you know what I mean. You walk in there and it's just this beautiful like garden coming up around you, and they have a fucking like a booth, like a beautiful. Uh, they have like their own radio station, like right there in the restaurant. And you open kitchen like big wood fire pizza oven, big community tables. Like I was gorgeous. listening to an interview and they said like a good restaurant you'll remember the meal, but a great restaurant you'll remember the whole night or yeah. you'll remember like the day that happened. Which is like, how what he just Exactly. Right. So I mean, I got to tour I, the kitchen like because yeah. my chef used to work there. I got to tour the whole place. One of the best meals I've ever had was simply just pieces of steak sliced up and pieces of chicken sliced up. And it was at a like a backyard barbecue like just on Cape Cod 
Right. Summertime, these Brazilians are grilling chicken, and they're grizzly, they're grill, they're grizzling. <laughs> they're grizzling. They're grizzling. He's getting it. It's freestyle mode, which I'm still making you do. They're, the they're, they're grilling steak, and they're spritzing it with like a Windex bottle, and I don't know if it was salt water, yeah, or what they had in that bottle. I don't know what they did to that fucking food. But I was like, this is the best piece of chicken I've ever came in that bottle. I've definitely whatever, man. Fucking start coming in bottles and spritzing it on your steak, people. Hey, it's delicious. That can be on your menu. There you go. Yeah. Drizzled by the chef. Though. Yeah. Nice. Come in steak. They're like, you have cumin. We're like, no, 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 it's not. This is a white balsamic <laughs> vinaigrette. Mm. Oh, that was a good yeah. one. That's a real thing. Actually. White balsamic vinaigrette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Hey, um, uh, we have we have the intro song with no words. Yeah, it's actually our outro. If you want to rap over, Thatcher, do you want to spit a freestyle? I, I, I don't, because I'm so bad when I do it on the spot. I feel like I have to be in the you zone, but this is, I can't more. fucking you know? bail on this. this it's it. super short. Yeah, and I'll take us out. Thank you guys for being here. I love you both. Thanks for so having much. us, Sandbox. This was a blast, dude. I missed you too. I love you, dude. This was awesome. I want awesome. to have you guys back on because yeah, I sure. want to know more about your lives. And uh, yeah. Yo. That's not it. That's not it. Oh, that was pretty good. I'm just getting into that, actually. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like that. that. <laughs> and just like that, Thatcher was saved by the bell. It was okay. at this moment Thank that he knew. Thank you guys knew. so much for being he here. He fucked up.